0: Hey, it's Alex and Bella from Let's Not Sugarcoat It, a podcast where each week we bring you real, raw, and unfiltered conversations. Our guests share their lives, journeys in entrepreneurship, relationship, parenthood, and much, much more in an authentic and raw way where no one sugarcoats life's messes and successes. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any of your favorite podcast apps. And tune in every Wednesday for new episodes. Are you looking for inspiration on a daily basis? Well check out Deal to Heal Teas. With our inspirational teas, you're sure to find something that will inspire you. Just go to deal to healtees.myshopify.com. That's Deal to Heal Teas. Get some inspiration in your situation. Wear inspirational tea and be inspired all day. That's Deal to Heal Teas at Deal to Heal www.myshopify.com Hi guys, if you're enjoying this podcast then I know you'll enjoy the Deal to Heal with E. James podcast I'm your host, Ernest James and on my podcast, my guests and I discuss topics and ways to help us to heal in every area of our lives. I believe that everyone can and should live a life that is whole, healed, and healthy. And therefore, I'm on a mission to help people to deal, heal, and fulfill. To deal with their problems, heal from the pain, and to fulfill their purpose. So check out our podcast. We're on Google Podcasts, Spotify, or even on Audible. And if you want to watch the podcast, check us out on our YouTube channel at Deal to Heal with E. James Podcast. Until then, see you soon. welcome 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 to the girl dead discussions podcast i am your host ernest james and i believe that the relationship between a father and a daughter is one of the most important relationships in a woman's life and therefore our mission is to promote the daddy daughter relationship by spreading the voices of Girl Dads to the world and give love and support to all our dads and their daughters. If you haven't already, make sure that you listen, like, subscribe, and share uh, our podcast on all of our social media pages uh, at the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. And I'm going to tell you how you guys can win $100 from the podcast, but you got to stay until the end of the episode in order to get that information also make sure that you guys are subscribed to our um youtube channel we share a uh, youtube channel with our partner podcast the deal to heal with e james podcast which we just celebrated 100 episodes recently so shout out to the uh deal to heal with e james podcast but if you go to youtube on under the deal to heal with e james podcast you'll also see uh, the playlist for the Girl Dead Discussions podcast under that same channel. So make sure that you guys are checking that out. So today, just like any other day, we are blessed with a guest. How you doing today, sir?
1: I'm doing great, man. Thanks for having me.
0: No problem, no problem. First of all, let me say thank you for being here, because you could have been uh, doing anything else, but you took our time to be here with me and my listeners, and we des- definitely appreciate it. So do me a favor, introduce yourself to my audience, and tell us who you are and what it is that you do.
1: All right. Well, my name is Merrick Smith, a.k.a. KSRM. I am an actor. I am a musician. I am a business owner, but I am a girl dad. First and foremost.
0: All right, all right. See, the reason I said I didn't even try to say your name because I didn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> I see how it was spelled, and I was like, I didn't even try to pronounce that, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just Merrick backwards.
0: I, I know, I know. But yeah. I was like, Okay, got to be got to be pronounced correctly, you know. Anyway. <laughs> so, so listen up, man. Um, we're just gonna have a conversation, man. Uh, first of all. Um, of course, this is the Girl Dad Discussions podcast. And, you know, we talk about, you know, fathers talking about our our daughters and our, um, our relationship with our daughters. And, uh, so first of all, what is your, first of all, how many kids do you have? If you don't mind, one. Me, And do you have uh son or just a daughter? Just one daughter. Okay. All right. Cause I, I, I've. Made it. I think in my head to make sure that I do acknowledge our sons, right? the right. <laughs> Girl Dead podcast, and I'd be like, you know, get right into the conversation talking about the daughters. But I have four stepsons myself, so I'm like, okay, let me make sure that I start uh, acknowledging our sons because we don't definitely don't want to, you know, leave out our sons. Um, but so you have one one daughter. So what what is your daughter's name? Desiree. Desiree. Okay, Desiree. Yeah. All right, my friend's daughter's name is Desiree, so shout out to the Desirees. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, first of all, uh, let's let's go back a little bit. Um, I, I always like to start at the at the beginning usually, and so I, your story is a little different, um, than you know most of my fathers because one of the first uh questions that I usually ask is how did you find out that you were going to be a dad, um, but from Previous, uh, you know, our conversation, you were already dead before you knew you were dead, right? <laughs> so, right, tell us, tell us a little bit about that story and how that even came uh, uh, into play.
1: Man, it's 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 crazy. Um, I, di- I didn't know, um, at that time I was living in a different state. Um, I moved home, I had some things to do, take care of, uh, like my mother and stuff, and some things to do. Uh, so I moved. Um, I wasn't aware of anything and then like, um, out of the blue, like five years later, <laughs> uh, like, like, no, like four years later, I, 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 get a call, no, five years later, I get a call, uh, on a Monday morning. Um, it had been so long. I didn't even recognize her, like her voice. Cause we haven't spoke. We haven't getting any, anything. no, We kept up no communication. Um, first thing I remember she saying was Desiree wasn't his and I didn't really know what she was talking about. No, it was morning time. I was still kind of groggy, a little loopy. And, um, she basically was saying that, um, who she thought the father was, wasn't. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, I agreed to come down, go back to the state and, you know, take the paternity test. Uh, I actually stayed down there um, until I was able to get the results faster Mm -hmm. or whatever. So um, that's basically what it was Uh, when I found out I've been 100 and 200, 300% forward. But it was, it was, it was very, uh, it it was weird just out of the blue, Um, but I didn't shun it. Um, I just wish that I was there from the beginning you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and, cause I, I was going to ask, because that's, that's inter- interesting, you know, and I don't know how far y'all conversation went even to find, you know, the background of it to say, like you said, she was like, it's not his. you was like, okay, who is he? You know what I mean? And, and what, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like I said, I don't know what the background, but that's would have been the first question I asked like, okay, who, Who is the other guy that you thought was the dad, and how did y'all even come to this, you know, situation? Maybe they was breaking up or whatever, and it was like, well, he ain't yours anyway. You know, I'm saying. Hopefully, hopefully that wasn't it, but
1: no, it was more of someone, I guess, not wanting to look a certain way in my eyes or something. So I guess they, you know, they didn't want to come forward, or, or you know, I, I really can't speak for that person. Right. Uh, only thing I can say is I, I did ask, I'm saying, uh, cause I'm throwing for a loop. Who is he? What, what are you talking about? And so she explained it a little more saying that, um, her daughter name was Desiree. Um, at that time she was, um, three months away from being four, from being like four years old. um. And so I asked her, I'm like, so what are you trying to say? That that's my daughter? Or she was like, well, I I want you to come take a paternity test. And so I said, okay. Because in my eyes, um, I was just going to go down there. I intended to pay for it. You know, if it was my daughter, it was a blessing. If it wasn't, I just paid, what, $150 for you to leave me alone? (laughs) that That was just my mentality. I'm sorry. I know that might not sound right, but... I was willing to pay one hundred and fifty dollars for my piece because I didn't know what was going on. Um, I get a call out the blue. It's a Monday morning. Um, make it so bad. The woman that I was talking to at the time was laying there on the bed next to me, so I gotta discuss things with her. And, you know, it was just it was like one big mess. One big mess. So, um, but no, it, it it was it was it was fine. Uh, I looked at it at least she said something. Right. But yeah. you got to say something when the courts make you say something, right? Right. Yeah.
0: Right. So yeah. <laughs>
1: that's pretty much what it was. They yeah. said no more uh, government assistance or support or whatever the case may be until we know exactly who's who. Wow. So, you know, okay. All if right. it wasn't, it, listen, if it wasn't for the government, I probably would have never known
0: yeah, and, and that's, well, and that sucks. I I would I would like to believe that you wouldn't have known because she didn't know, right? And so I I would like to believe that you know what I'm saying because if oh. she started the conversation with with it wasn't the other guys, maybe she thought it was, and that's why you know what I mean. And I'm just playing devil's advocate because I would believe <laughs> the best, you know what I'm saying. And this is not right. a, a, a woman haters. No, no, not at all. Situation, nothing like that. So, you know, we'll just leave it right there. I would like to believe that that's why, and, and we'll leave it there. Um, but one of, the, one of the things that I have, one of my uh, former former guests, uh, which also was the first guest on my uh, Deal to Heal with E. James podcast, and she also was the first female guest on the Girl Dead Discussions podcast, and she's a, a father coach who – helps fathers reconnect with their daughters right and uh we connected uh actually actually on instagram and it's crazy because our dynamics dynamics are totally opposite so i'm a father and one of the things that i do um as a speaker is i talk to uh fatherless daughters because i'm a fatherless daughter advocate and she's a fatherless daughters who works with fathers you know reconnecting with their daughters And her father actually wasn't in her life And it was a crazy dynamic anyway But one of the things we talk about it is the reconnection phase Right For fathers who for whatever reason Haven't been You know active in their uh, children's life Especially their daughters And then they come back into You know into their life at a, You know years later or whatever yeah. the, the time period has been So just for you with that reconnection or I don't even say reconnection, but just the first connection, you know, with your daughter. Um, just to be like, hey, you know what I mean? How how was that whole situation? How did you guys work that out?
1: Um through the courts, court ordered, but um the initial meeting, it was just God, it was it was great. I, I was looking at me you know um it was it was it was a happy moment for me um any prior feelings i might have had or whatever was you know non-present out the door but um it it, it, it was it was great um but you know it was but at the same token it was hard trying to insert yourself after there has been years of absenteeism so Um, and it's not that I didn't want to be there. It's just that the way that things unfolded, I didn't know, she didn't know or whatever. So, Hey, um, but ever, ever since the, my first initial meeting with her, uh, every, every time it's, it's special every time it it, is golden and I wouldn't change it. I hate the situation of how it came but I wouldn't change it. Cause if I changed it, I wouldn't have her. Right. So whatever happened, I'm fine with, I got, I got her. So right. it, it was great. It yeah. is, it is hard, you know, um, being a non-constodial parent versus a custodial parent. Um, and when the daughter lives with the mother, you know, they sort of, you know, go with that norm. And then when you're trying to assert yourself, it's like, okay, well, what do I fit? Am I trying too much? You know, I don't want to overdo things. I'm not trying to buy her love, but I love the fact that you're my daughter and that I'm and this is what it making is what making me happy to yeah. do for you is to shower you with things. But then again, I have to remember that I don't want you thinking that I am trying to buy your love. Right. You know, if that, if that makes any sense, you no, no, know, it's like
0: it, you, it you want to do the most, but you don't. Yeah it, yeah, it makes perfect sense. And and I talk about my daughter, my daughter, when me and her mom got divorced, they moved to a different state. I'm in Chicago. I'm in the Chicagoland area. They moved from uh, the Chicagoland area to Texas, you know, and um, it was a conversation that we had. You know, I had a conversation with my daughter. I think my daughter was Uh, maybe 10 at the time. And uh, it was a conversation we had. And then a conversation I had with her mom, because her mom mentioned it to me that she wanted to move, you know, to to Texas, but here she, she couldn't do it without my consent, you know? Uh, And so I talked to my daughter, I said, well, how do you, how do you feel about it? You know? And she was okay with it, you know, with the move or whatever. And so uh, one of the things that uh, came up for me is how was it, how it was explained to me was I have a a job there. I have better, uh, situation there, you know, and opportunities was more, uh, a better opportunity for her mom, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, well, I don't want to be the one, you know, to get the blame why things don't go the way you want it to go. You know what I mean? Like if I say you got to stay here and then things don't go your way, and then it's going to be like yeah. oh you did it you know like you, you did this did right you know, and yeah. you, we could have been living you know whatever and so i didn't, i didn't want to be that person you know yeah. so i said, okay cool you know and so my my daughter since she was uh like i said about 10 has lived in texas and now she's she's 20 and um in college but you know so i i understand about not being the custodial parent you know even before they moved it was a couple years Um, that we were divorced, but we still stayed in the same city. You know what I'm saying? And so it still was that same thing as not being able to uh, do as much as you want, you know, because now, again, you got to go by the court, not necessarily go by the courts, but in some situations, that's what it comes down to. And uh, so, you know, you got your days and you got the things that you want to do with her. And, And of course, I hated my daughter a lot. You know, because like I said, we were in the same city. So it wasn't, you know, I could go up to the school and things like that. So mm. it's no it's different. Um, so would you, would you guys, even that, did you, did you stay in the same city or did you move back? So y'all have like a, a long distance? No. Um,
1: yeah. She's still, um, she's still more than two hours away from me.
0: Okay. Okay. But okay. when I,
1: when I moved, I moved from from that state with purpose because I had to take care of my mother uh, right. who just recently passed. So from that time, is from then all the way up, I, you know, I still had another responsibility, which was right. to right. take care of my mother. I've always said that since a child, that's what I was going to do. Um, I didn't know because had I known that she was uh, conceiving, I would, you know, I would, we would have sat down We would have talked we would try to figure out the best route right but by me not knowing i didn't have anything that was holding me there so when i when i said hey i gotta go this is what i have to do uh i think she called herself getting mad i'm not really sure um but i just had to go and then i then when i found out i had a daughter i couldn't drop the responsibilities that i had been doing for these years up until i found out about her so I had to literally try to split myself in half the best way I could and no sleep, driving back and forth, almost, you know, going to sleep behind the wheel, um, buying two of everything because I don't want her to think it's a difference between being there and being here. It's just, it's kind of overwhelming, but at the end of the day, when my daughter smiled, You didn't feel that overwhelming sensation anymore, so it was all worth it. Right. So we didn't get a chance, but no, me and mother's daughter, um, my daughter's mother didn't get a chance to really like sit down and hash out anything. And so by that time, the course was already involved. Yeah. So I couldn't sit down with her and come to a common ground. I had to sit before a judge and a mediator and come before common ground, which I thought. Kind of
0: sucked.
1: Yeah, we we're, we're two mature adults. We we could have did this, you know, yeah. but yeah, things happen.
0: Right, right. I wanna I wanna I wanna pause. <clears throat> I wanna pause a little bit real quick because uh, I wanna go back to something that you said um, because I I connected with it when you said it, and uh, my condolences uh, for you losing your mom, and you. I I lost my mom also. Right. A couple of years ago. Um, and so one of the things that you just said, which is crazy, you said one of the things that you said you had to take care of your mom, that you said that since you were as a kid. Right. Yes. And so my mom. And this is funny. And, and, and this I know that God has a sense of humor. And when we when we grew up, we grew up uh, in the church. Right. And one of the things that we would do, we would go to nursing homes and to uh, different places and have church with the with the residents, you know, um, who a lot of times didn't family didn't come see them and things like that. And so I remember my mom, my mom used to always say it is nine of us. We got I got eight siblings. So it's nine of us. But my mom used to always say, I hope nothing ever happens to me that y'all have to take care of me. Right and mm-hmm. but she kind of said it with a negative type thing like she didn't believe that we would take care of her you know and so she since we were like really young like she would always say that you know and we always be like ma you know we got you you know if anything ever right. happened, you know, not thinking that you know anything would or hoping or anything like that but it was always like ma we we got you and um you know fast forward uh years later years years later and mom got sick uh she actually had cancer and um by the time that we found out what it was it was you know too late for them to do anything about it and so we did have a couple months you know with my mom and we took care of her you know uh she stayed at home it's like i said it's nine of us so we took turns around the clock you know with my dad to make sure that you know some of us one of us was there you know to to help take care of my mom at at all times and plus my mom was a minister also, so we had um, the people from the church that also came to volunteer to help, you know, look after my mom. And so that just struck me when you said that, that you, even in your story from a little child, you had that same mindset, like, you know, I got you, you know, if anything mm. to, to happen. Was there a reason why you had that in your mind or that was just like.
1: What? No, it's because um, <clears throat> my, my mother had a total of five children um four four girls one boy i'm the youngest mm-hmm. um she know that she has re- raised me with enough strength to know that i'm going to get things done she knows mm-hmm. that she just knows who i am i'm going to get it done especially if she wants it done but she would also ask me when i was younger are you going to take care of mama when mama get old and things of that nature and yes no question yes yes and it's always been my answer and when she needed me i did exactly what i said i was going to do because i'm true to my word i love my mom with with all my heart in the world um there's nothing i wouldn't do for her um i had i had responsibilities that's how i was raised you if you say you're going to do something then you do it you have morals you have values you have what makes you you and if you can't stand on who you are, then who are you? And I was raised to know who I am, know how to apply myself and move forward. And that's exactly what I did. you needed me. I took off.
0: Yeah, yeah. And 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 I and I'm 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 glad to hear you say that. And 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 you know, again, my condolences to you and my uh appreciation. You know, to you for actually doing what you said you were going to do because, like I said, that just that when you said it, it it, it touched me because yeah. I, I had that same story, you know, and that was one of my things. Like, even though we never said it out loud, you know, and and even yeah. myself, I never said it out loud, but it was in the it always was in the back of my mind. Like, yeah, mom, I'm a, I'm a prove you wrong. If anything happens yeah. to you, you're gonna be surprised. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you know we gonna we gonna hold you down, and I'm I'm. You know, glad to hear that you did that and as, as well as we did. And I just wanted to touch on that because that that came up. And, and even in in this podcast, even though we're talking about daughters, um, we still talking as parents and as children, right? As as people, and I want to make sure that we always delivering uh in this podcast something that we can walk away with, you know, something that the listeners can walk away with, because you know, we got some young fathers and some young dads and and you know, whose parents may still be here, you know what I'm saying, who haven't faced that yet. I remember, uh, and and I'm, I might be getting off the topic a little bit, so forgive me, but I remember um, around the time when my mom had passed away, um, listening to uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes uh, do a sermon, and it was around Mother's Day, and he was saying how people were telling him, you know, I, I feel sorry for you because you lost your mom, so forth and so on, and he was like, Don't feel sorry for me. I feel sorry for you because I know a pain that you don't even know yet. You know what I'm saying? Like I've, I've, I've kind of worked through it and you know what I'm saying? I've adjusted, but you haven't even started. You know what I'm saying? Cause your mom is still here. And so I I often think about that, you know, and you know, of course people do say, you know, my condolences and things like that, but I even having a conversation with one of my cousins one day, you know, he's like, man, I don't know what I would do. You know, if something happened to my to my mom, and I'm like, well, no you, one does. You you might want to start thinking about it. You know what I'm saying? Because one day it may happen, and you have to be in the mindset to say, okay, if something happens, will I be able to, you know, step up to the plate and you know take care of my mom or whatever it is, you know, and and <laughs> um, not just like be blindsided by it because you don't want to, you know, what I'm saying face that.
1: To me. Yeah. You will never be able to prepare yourself. You can sit here and understand that we all have a have, we're all entered into a lottery the moment we're born, and the and the prize is death, okay? There's no way of getting around it. It's just it's just how it's just what it is. But you will never, ever be able to prepare yourself for what's to come when it comes to the matter of losing a parent. There's there's no talks that you can have. There's no videos that you can watch. There's nothing that's gonna prepare you. You can talk to yourself as much as you want, but until it actually happens, yeah. that's when you know what you're gonna do. And right. your and your true character will flourish. It will your true character will come out when you're hit with that that type of adversity, that type of pain. And it, it really is a pain. My mother just passed May 3rd of this year. You know, my father passed five years ago, February 25th, 2018. Honestly, I'm still hurt. I'm I'm not who I used to be. I'm trying to find who I used to be. And I probably won't because when she left, a piece of me also left as well. So I'm dealing with a new norm. But you'll never be able to get yourself prepared. For that particular moment, it's like losing a you, losing a child or losing a parent. Those are two of the the the, the most heartfelt feelings that you're ever gonna feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I, and I agree with you a hundred percent. And so when I when I say you know think about it, is because to and just 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 with the conversation I was having with him, you know, is that you he was at the point where like, I don't even want to think about it. And I'm like, well, you know what I'm saying? Let Not saying that you're, you'll never be prepared for it. Cause even when we found out about my mom and it was like, okay, we knew we had limited time at that point when it still came to the end, it was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? It's still, you know what I'm saying? And the, the crazy part, and we just definitely going off the subject, but
1: yeah,
0: I know. <laughs> the, the, the crazy part is, <laughs> The night my mom passed, I lived in, I moved from Chicago to Indiana, basically right across the state line in Hammond, right, right, okay. right across the state line. And I drove back to the house uh, and I was there for a couple hours with my mom, you know, and we were all there. Uh, the family was there kind of just hanging out. And I said, all right, mom, you know, I'm, I'm about to go. You know what I mean? And so I left. And probably take about 30 minutes to get from my mom's house to my house. By the time I got to my house and was open up to the door to walk in my house, my dad called me and said, come back to the house. Your mom just passed, you know, just in that 30 minute window. It's quick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so definitely going back to what you were saying, like, even when you know it's coming, you still can't apparently you, can't, you, you can't. know what I mean? it's impossible. It's, it's, yeah it's just a whole it's a whole nother thing and um you know and and like I said I don't want to get too too far from our you know thing but like I said as 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 fathers you know with daughters and as fathers who are sons because we have mothers we have fathers you know what I mean it's a reality that we have to deal with you know and uh God forbid that any of us would have to lose a child. You know what I'm saying? Um, and like you said, that's the only thing you can even equate it with. You know what I'm saying? With losing a parent is, is losing a child because there's two of the, one of them is the person you came from and the other one is the person that came from you. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's <laughs> the only thing that can kind of equate, you know, and it's a, it's a pain that I don't wish on anyone, you know, Not um, at all. Uh, my father is still here you know and i'm grateful definitely grateful that he's still here and well um but yeah it's 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 just a reality that we we have to you know think about a little bit so anyway we're gonna we're gonna switch it Uh, up let's switch it up (laughs) so um the reason i one of the things coming from that was you know you mentioned about you have responsibilities and so you you know, you couldn't just drop everything and move. And I remember um so I, I actually got remarried, right? Until um to a young lady who had four sons. And that's how I have four stepsons. And so I remember even as my daughter got older. You know, again, she lives in Texas and she's like, dad, I want you to come move down here with me, you know, so you can be closer to me. And I'm like, I got a whole situation up here. You know what I mean? Like, I can't yeah. just be like, all right, I'm up. You know, I'm like, it ain't that easy. It's easier for me it's to take you and bring you here than it is for me to drop everything and, and, and go there. And it's just a conversation that, that you know, I don't know how old your, your daughter is now, but it was just, just a conversation that we had to have actually for a couple of years before it was like look baby I I can't I can't just drop everything and move to Texas you know what I'm saying yeah
1: <laughs> i mean if i if i could have i would have but um i was i wasn't able to so yeah. um yeah. but now um my mother she passed my daughter is 15 okay. um 15 going on 45 yeah the the attitude the match and everything um no it's you can't it's it's extremely hard and it's even harder to get them to understand why you can't they don't see the other side they just see you not there and it's very hard to know that you know that's what they want but you can't facilitate it right you know and um is 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 this hard conveying that you can't. They don't understand. No matter how you try to sit down and break it down, word for word, section for section, they just feel the pain that they have here, and they want their father. They want their mother. You know. So yeah, it, it's just it's,
0: yeah. And and like I said, it was a conversation I had with my daughter. Uh, not necessarily recently. But I would say, like I said, she just turned twenty this year, and we probably headed up until she was like eighteen and nineteen. She was out of high school then, you know. Even after she graduated high school, uh, and uh, before she went away to college, it still was the same thing. Like, yeah, hey, Dad, I'm grown now. Yeah, you could come, and it's like I still just came. not you know what I'm
1: saying?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was really telling her. I'm like, look, you're in a prime position now because now you're out of school. Now you can come. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, but it didn't necessarily go that way. But yeah, it's a, it's a conversation that we have uh, sometimes that we have to, you know, just convey. And, and one thing that I always tell dads, you know, is just make sure that you, you're showing up when you can. You know, because I remember even with my daughter, even before, uh, FaceTime and Messenger I think we did have Messenger But even before FaceTime and all that You know, uh, actually before Messenger too My daughter used to call me and I would help her With her homework over the phone You know what I mean? Like she would have mm-hmm. a map and, and she would take a picture of it And send it to me, you know And so I'm looking at the picture and then we would call And talk on the phone and I would, you know, work With her through her through her homework You know, over the phone you know, and we did that sometimes. And, you know, so just whatever you have to do to be present, you know what I'm saying? And like technology now makes it a lot easier because now you do have FaceTime and, you know, Messenger and, and things like that where you can actually see, you know, see the child and, and talk to her. But, you know, my that's just been my thing. Just like whatever you have to do, just make sure you show up. You know, we can't be everything to our daughters as much as we want to be you know um but we can be the best that we can be and i think that when we're when we show up as ourselves and we show up definitely putting forth the effort that even though they don't get you know exactly what they want they're able to say but i know he's doing his best you know i know that he's delivering uh to me the best version of of himself and so i think there's that's really there's nothing more that our daughters can can ask of us you know um so I'm a, I'm gonna switch it up real quick, and I know I, I just thought about this because I, I forgot to send you, um, <laughs> I forgot to send you our um, uh, my ebook. I forgot to send you the ebook, uh, which is the core four, right? So our next segment, the our closing segment that we do with the podcast, is, is called getting to the core. And so I wrote mm-hmm. a book called The Four Core, which is the four core values that every daughter should uh receive from her father and so those core values are guidance love and affection affirmation and protection and so um generally like i said i forgot to send it to you and and my apologies i send it to you after this um but so i usually have the the fathers read over it you know read through it beforehand and um you know give their their version of it or what's important to them out of the fourth core and then the next question would ask that if it was a fifth core you know that you could add what would that be and so just uh even though you get to speak on the the values just matter of fact just you know how do you feel as a value that you want to instill in your daughter from you as her father what would be one of those values
1: to be yourself to to honestly be herself, um, you 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 wasn't put here to please everyone, because you can't please everyone. But what you can do is you can please yourself because you're you're in control of your happiness. And as long as you know that you're in control of your happiness, no one can rob you of your happiness. No one can steal it from you. And I believe that you, you know, through, through it all that we go through. You got to smile. And then and, and things in this world will make you not want to smile. Things in this world will make you bitter, upset. But that's only if you let it. And that's what needs to also be understood is your morals and values. Stand on them because they are who they are. What makes you you
0: yeah 100 100 so uh to the listeners make sure you guys go to uh ebooks by ejames.com. that's ebooks by so you can pick up your own uh copy of the core four which is the four core values that every daughter should get from her father um man we, we've had a a great conversation did get it sidetracked a little bit yeah no. know uh, but i think it needed to be it needed to be said um and definitely needed to be acknowledged you know, um, uh, with your efforts and, and and making sure that you was a stand-up son as well as a stand-up father, you know, and, and I think that's important. That's why I wanted to, I wanted to touch on that. Um, but I, I want you to do me a favor. I want you to have the last word, you know. I want you to leave uh, uh, our fathers or our daughters, either one, with a, a word of advice or, you know, just something that off the top of your head or, or from your heart that, you know, to a father who may find itself in in your position one day, you know, who found out, you know, having much time had passed before they found out that they was the father or, you know, something like that. You know, what is some advice or something that you may give them? Uh, So I want you to have that, that last word. So I'll let you think about that for a second Um, to my listeners. uh, Thank you guys for tuning in uh, to the girl dead discussions podcast, man. And we just love having, Conversations with girl dads and talking about daughters and fathers, and and definitely when, by the time this came out, uh, we've I would have already had our first daughters on the podcast talking about their fathers and and, and things of that. So we're definitely opening it up and wanted to be uh, versatile to really build that uh, awesome girl dad, uh, daddy and daughter relationship you know with our with our daughters. So make sure that you guys are definitely checking us out uh or thank you for checking us out. Also, make sure that you guys uh subscribe to our text line. If you want to text the word subscribe to the number 866-326-0730 to receive text messages about uh, new episodes, new ebooks, our uh, ebook releases and and things of that nature. Also, we are uh, I've been blessed to be a part of an organization called the Forgiveness Mission. And one of the things that we do, we have free virtual workshops every quarter of the year talking about forgiveness. And we talk about forgiveness of self, forgiveness of, of others, what it means, who is forgiveness for. And I think that is very important. Um, and, you know, I think that's something that we all should uh, really pass on to our daughters as, as well as ourselves, the ability to be able to forgive. Um, and so especially with our fathers and, and situations like like these, like we mentioned about not being able to drop everything and, and come, you know, I me mean? and, and them feeling some type of way about that. But being able to not only talk to them about, hey, I can't do it, but not holding it against ourselves because we want to. You know, but we're just not in the position to do it. So that's one of the things. Just forgiveness. We again, we talk about forgiveness of self, forgiveness of others. Uh, who? What is forgiveness? Who is forgiveness for? Very uh, in-depth conversation. I think that everyone should check it out. Again, that's the Forgiveness Mission. We have free virtual workshops every quarter of the year. So whenever you're listening to this, either one just ended or one is coming up. So you can go to ForgivenessMission.com to check that out, or go to Eventbrite. And look up the forgiveness workshop, and you will be able to see it. Last but not least, I told you guys that I would tell you how you can win a hundred dollars from the podcast, and you can win a hundred dollars by joining our super. Su- 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 I can't even talk. Super subscriber contest. <laughs> you can win a hundred dollars by joining our entering our super subscriber contest. So what must you do? First, you must subscribe to our YouTube channel, to our Facebook page, and also to our podcast on Spotify. After you've done those three things, text the word WIN, W-I-N, to the number 866-326-0730 to qualify to WIN hundred dollars the contest is random and it's ongoing so once you're in you can always win you don't have to re-up or anything like that once you've done the, the uh once you made the three subscriptions and text where it win to the number 866-326-0730 you'll always have a chance as long as we're on the air to win a hundred dollars and if you do it you actually have a, a chance to win a hundred dollars from both podcasts from the deal to heal with E james podcast as well as The Girl Dad Discussions with E. James Podcast. So definitely want you guys to check that out. So, man, Mr. Smith, thank you again uh, for being on. Amazing conversation, man. Uh, I know, like I said, I know we kind of veered off a little bit, um, but I think it needed to be said, and I think that it's still going to add some uh, much value to my listeners because it definitely added value to me, and I appreciate you being on. I let you have the last word, so the floor is yours.
1: All right. Well, I will have to say, as 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 a father, there will be times to where you won't feel the unconditional love that you think that you are going to receive. And don't worry about that because you had parents that were here to show you unconditional love. And what your your whole plan is to be take that love that was shown to you. Now you have to show it to the other version of yourself, which is your children. So don't get wrapped up. in if you feel that, oh, they don't they don't care about me, that's that's not it. Um, Everybody grows at a different pace. Everyone sees the world differently. That's what makes us unique. Um, We all have, you know, we we have to learn. So um, you have to be patient. Communicate. And love more than you would yell. But don't try to be the friend because you're still the parent. And it has to be a clear cut respect level of that. And I see too many times where friendships and the parenting gets blurred. And now the kid is kind of out of control or does exactly what they want to do. And they might not listen to you, and something happens that you could have avoided by not being that, uh, given that much leeway to, so to say. Mm -hmm. So I would say, um, just talk love, teach your children values, morals and scruples because those three things, they're kind of becoming extinct in the generations that, that I'm seeing. So, um, Don't give up, because the moment you give up, they gave up. They just don't know it yet.
0: Right. All right, all right. We can't end it no better than that. To my listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to the Girl Dead Discussions podcast with E. James. I'm your host, Ernest James, and I want you guys to have a blessed day. Until the next time we meet again, you guys be blessed. Stay blessed. Dads. Being a dad is the most rewarding and most exhausting responsibility you have. In the whirlwind of life, you have so many things that demand your attention. Sometimes making memories with your kids takes a back seat. But it doesn't have to be that way. Join me, Aaron, a dad of four kids, on the Dad Ventures podcast, where we dive deep on the adventure of a literal lifetime being a dad. We'll explore science backed parenting strategies, review books and gear. And interview parenting experts with a special emphasis on being a dad. At Dad Ventures, we champion and celebrate dads and the unique value they pour into their kids. New episodes are live every Friday. Head over to wherever you listen to podcasts and find the Dad Ventures podcast, or go to adventures.dad and tap the podcast link at the top of the page.